Hello, hello, hello. It's your girl Rachel Rill coming to you with another episode of You Ain't Crazy. You Ain't Crazy is a podcast where I give support and validation to individuals who have found themselves in a narcissistic relationship, guys. I am out here doing another walk and talk. The wind is kind of blowing, so I'm hoping that I can talk over it. So we'll see. I just wanted to get another episode in today and I just love walking and talking opposed to just sitting down guys so let's see if I can get this done I hope you guys have had an amazing week week so far I was gonna say weekend but week so far um it's Thursday it's almost Friday thank god it's almost Friday and I just hope you guys have had an amazing weekend and hopefully everybody's doing well just coming to you today with some more support and validation to give to you to let you know you ain't crazy you got this you know it's nothing to it but to do it you know raising awareness about this personality disorder is what i do i've joined the community to do so guys i am rachel real a thriver from being in a five-year narcissistic relationship i didn't know what i was dealing with didn't know it just was a very traumatizing type of experience, you know. I did my work and I'm here to help you guys do the same. I am a life coach as well. I'm not a psychiatrist, psychologist, therapist, counselor, anything of the like. However, I can definitely give you a referral to those individuals. But I am a life coach helping individuals to reach their relationship goals within the parameters of my capabilities so there you have it guys just a brief synopsis of who i am and putting that disclaimer out there so you might hear birds chirping wind blowing dogs barking people talking and this walk and talk but most importantly i hope that you find value in something that i'm about to say and that it will help you um with your healing, you know, and clarity and validation and support and motivation. Hopefully you find something out of one of those things, if not all, to help you along the way. So let's get into it, guys. Just wanting you to raise your discernment, understanding what it is you're dealing with when you're dealing with a narcissist, you know, look for those patterns. If you see it happening over and over again, you got to be honest with yourself and call a thing a thing. So, um, I came across another article about um, strategies, seven strategies and techniques um, that a narcissist will use to keep you in their little web. Seven strategies and techniques that they will use to keep you in their little web. And Again, if you're wondering, you know, where content comes from, I mean, where these questions come from, you know, or titles and things like that, I may read something and recap on it and share it with you, you know, to give you clarity um, and let you know you ain't crazy, as well as my own personal experiences. You know, if God drops something in my spirit for me to share, I'm going to share it with you that way as well. And... If you have any kind of questions, sometimes people do, and I answer them. So if you have any, please feel free to drop them 
um, in the comment section or in my email, a message for Rachel at gmail.com or you ain't crazy at gmail.com. I'm building everything out, guys. I'm going to take my production to another level very soon, whereas I will um, start going back on YouTube as well. I just try to make sure I'm not holding up the progress with getting information to my audience, you know, because people need to heal, you know, they need to know that they're not crazy. So I can't try to perfect anything dealing with production and hold back with this information, you know, these vitamins that you need, vitamins of support that you need to give you clarity. You ain't left constantly scratching your head, you know. So let's get into it. Seven strategies and techniques a narcissist will use to keep you in. And shout out to um, this gentleman. I think his name is Matt. I'm sorry, I do not have the last name, guys. I listen to different content creators. And some I'm okay with, some I'm not. But when they drop, when they drop a particular topic that resonates with me, I like to share. And I like to talk about it because I can, I can relate big time. So I'm like, ooh, that's good. Let me talk about it. Um, and occasionally I'll listen to Mental Illness. He pops up in my feed. He's another one. I'm just dropping resources to you guys. Of course, I talk about Dr. Romani, R-A-M-A-N-I. I think that's how she spells her name. Mental Illness, who's a diagnosed narcissist. Um, sometimes, you know, he gives good content. Check him out. It's always good to hear uh, a narc or a person who's been diagnosed with that personality. He really talks about some of the challenges he currently has and has and have had, you know, so he's another one. Um, the T on MPD is another one. So guys, I really encourage you to just, if you're going through and things are hard for you, you know, you can get through this. Hi, how are you? You can get through this. If you're willing to put the work in, you're willing to get information and learn about the personality disorder, because the more you know, the better off you're going to be. I can't say that enough. The more you know, the better off you will be because you're going, it's going to start making sense, you know, and then you, it's just not even going to feel right. If someone's mistreating you, you're going to be able to call that thing out and you will not accept it, honey. Trust and believe that. So all right, let's get let's get through these seven techniques or seven strategies that NARC will use to keep you in. Number one is gaslighting. We know we've always talked about gaslighting, where that looks like, you know, um, you telling the narcissist something and they're telling you, you know, you didn't tell me that or you did do something. Yes, you did. You meant it this way. I didn't mean it that way. Yes, you did. You shouldn't have never said it or you did say it. Or I saw how you were looking at me. And then they literally act on whatever it is they're accusing you on. So that's why they're not going to talk to you. That's why they're going to give you the silent treatment. That's why they're going to just mistreat you, devalue you, discard you because you did this and you did that. And half of the times, the stuff is not even true at all. They're just going to leave you questioning your reality over and over and over again. That's gaslighting. You know, having you scratch your head like, I know I did say that or I know I didn't do that. Or why is he mad, dad? Or why is she mad? Why she got an attitude? I didn't even do anything. Oh, yes, you did. I saw how you looked. I saw what you did. I heard what you did. Or you didn't do it that way. Like you will constantly be getting into, if you allow yourself, you got to just ignore their asses. Just ignore them. 
You know, it's not even worth talking. Don't let nobody question your reality, period. So number one is gaslighting. Number two, projection. They're empty. They don't feel nothing inside. No empathy. They don't feel worthy of being loved. You know, they, they, they did something in their last relationship and is going to accuse you of doing the same thing. Because nine times out of ten, if they're accusing you of something, it's because what, it's what they're thinking. I remember this man would come out the blue saying all kinds of stuff, making all kinds of accusations um, about me. You know, saying that I had uh, two phones, one for work and one for, uh, one for business and one for just regular, you know, personal. And he tried to twist that thing around and acted as if because we had broke up and got back together. And life goes on, you know. Well, I know you have that phone. I know what people do when they have two phones. I know this and I know that. You know what you do. Or if it's, why Why is that person looking at you? Why did that person, my girlfriend or ex-girlfriend, um, someone I used to be friends with, but I had to cut her off because of her being a flying monkey. That's another story, day and time. I talked about it in another episode. But anyway, but at her wedding and... He actually accused, you know, this gentleman, her husband's cousin, he was complimenting all the ladies on how beautiful they looked and all of that. He's like, what did he say to you? The same thing he said to every other woman here. Compliment, just a regular compliment being a compliment, being a gentleman, saying how nice we look. Like he turned that thing around, acting as if out of eight women, this man is coming after me when he said the exact same thing to everybody. Once again, that's the kind of shit he would do. Because you're the person who will probably be making a pass at somebody right while your wife is here. I'm not doing no nonsense like that, you know. So it's just one of those things where watch them, you know, projection. Anything that they're feeling, they're going to accuse you of doing it. And again, it's something that you probably, and I'm sorry for this win, but you probably weren't even thinking about anything like that. And they'll project it onto you. If they're having a bad day, you got to have a bad day. If they're feeling insecure, they want you to feel insecure, you know? So that's projection. Number three, guilt trip. They'll get guilt trip you, you know? Try to make you feel bad. And that comes from all of that love bombing where they just love bombed you because they were planting those seeds, you know? Deposit, making those deposits so they can turn around and tell you when they know they don't they're, they're devaluing you, turn around and try to make you feel bad because they're, hi, how are you? They're like, I did this for you. I did that for you. You know, your user, you know, they won't, then trust and believe they never want to take accountability for anything. So they do all of that good stuff in the beginning just to lure you in, to bait you in so they can devalue you, discard you, and try to guilt trip you when it's time to go. And if I sound like I'm out of breath because I am walking and, and talking, trying to get these steps in, guys, I encourage you to do the same. So, yeah, they'll try to guilt trip you in any way that they can, whatever that looks like for you. They're going to bring something up that they did and try to excuse themselves, you know, that you're supposed to just give them all kind of passes if they cheat on you, whether it's emotionally with somebody else, whether it's physically with somebody else, you're supposed to just give them a pass because of what they did for you in the beginning of the relationship. It could have been 10 years ago, 
five years ago and they probably ain't done shit for you since then but they're gonna throw it up in your face tell other people you're ungrateful all of those just try to guilt trip you in any way that they can so you got number one gaslighting number two projection number three guilt trip number four the silent treatment the silent treatment that's one of those things to punish you to withhold um, affection from you on purpose silent treatment is a form of emotional abuse just like gaslighting it is a form of emotional abuse all of these things that i'm naming it's emotional abuse it's to get in your head it's to break you down it's to make you feel like shit that's what it's supposed to do and they try to keep you there because they try to just keep chipping away at your self-esteem guys narcs go for people who they feel they can break down so they go for successful people somebody who got something somebody who has something to lose you know they don't go for broken people in terms of they'll go for broken emotional people because if you're strong they can't get in there when you can call their shit out but if you're an empath and a codependent and probably broken maybe you were broken from another relationship and they sensed it and you got into another one too fast and found yourself with a freaking narcissist like i did but once you do that work honey let me tell you baby baby listen once you do that work they ain't got nothing coming they ain't got nothing coming you want to be so strong and call that thing a thing and you you in it too 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 uh hot and, and cold it just doesn't blend you're unequally yoked it just doesn't blend you can't stay in the same place with some with another spirit that's not like you you know when you're when you're whole and when you're fixed so the silent treatment they will again come at you for that because they're trying to punish you you know ignoring you they're not going to tell you while they're being silent you know all of a sudden just stop talking who does that that's why you know it's a disorder who does that shit are you kidding are you kidding me really really this is what we're doing as adults not talking about the issue that's that you got on your mind especially if it's causing you to not communicate with me it's causing you to not talk to me you know if you live together they're in another room or they can be in the same room won't say a word act like they don't even know you act like y'all are sh complete strangers the silent treatment then if you don't live together you try to call them they'll ghost you don't pick up the phone they know exactly what they're doing it is to punish you for some dumb shit that they're feeling inside of their demonic brain you know that's what they're going through so they'll give you the silent treatment just to try to keep you in there and have you pleading and begging trying to talk to them and be friends again you know what did i do what did i do i'm sorry they want you to apologize for something you never even did for something you don't even know that they're feeling because half of the times it's something that they've made up because they got those mood swings you know you don't know one how they're going to be from one day to the next you know who want to stay in that craziness okay number five playing dumb all manipulation you say they did something what what you talking about what, what, what you talking about i ain't do that you ain't see that what what you what you mean 
Uh, no, no, that didn't happen. You ain't see me there. Playing dumb like they don't know a freaking thing you're talking about when you bring something to their attention. They will act like you ain't never had the conversation. You'll be like, is this the same damn person that I married or that I'm dating? Why is he acting like he don't know? He knows exactly what he's doing. That's the personality. That's what they do. Let me play dumb to get you, to get your attention, you know, because they want you to be like a damn slave and a servant. They want to break you down. That's why I say you don't know them. You don't know who to open that person. I don't give a crap if you were married to them 15 years, 20. You don't know them. The person that they showed up to be who you fell in love with, male or female, because this is not gender specific. It is not the same person. It's who they thought they needed, to, who they felt they needed to be to get you. That's who they showed up. So when you get all of that mean crap type of person, that's who the, the person really is. Somebody that you wouldn't have never even thought about dating had you seen all of the signs in the beginning. But they would have never got you had they revealed who they really was. That's why they called the narcissist with a personality disorder. So that's number five, playing dumb. Number six, playing victim. Playing victim. They got to act as if you're so wrong, going to smear and care campaign. Or if you decide to leave them, they done done everything terrible under the sun. Any toxic thing you can imagine. Cheating on you. Devalued you. Stabbed you in the back. Had an emotional affair with someone else. Like anything you can think of to hurt you. And when you finally, finally decide to say no more, they're going to look at you. Well, they want other people to look at you like you did something wrong, you know? Poor them. I don't know why she's treating me this way. Sometimes people get sick. A narc will get sick. Treated you like crap and all of a sudden they get sick and you don't want a damn thing to do with them. And somebody looking at you like, Dag, why you got to treat him like that while he down? Or why you got to treat her like that when she can't do nothing for herself? Playing victim. That's that stuff that will drive you crazy because you sitting up here like, are you serious? These, and then when they get well, they go back to treating you like shit again. They might even treat you like shit while, you, they, while they're sick. They'll talk to other people who might visit them at home or in a hospital and treat them like a damn king or queen and turn around and treat you like a freaking dog. And what you going to do when you leave them and somebody looking at you like, how you going to leave them when, man, you wrong. How you going to leave them while they're down? How you not going to have the ex-friend who ain't no friend no more but when this man was doing everything he was doing to me and drinking and all of that and I'm like you gotta go this ain't working and he lost his job and he tried to act like I was the worst person in the world you put me and my son out no 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 I ain't never put your son out I told you you gotta go if you feel like you're gonna sit here and treat me like crap and drink I'm not dealing with no alcoholic. You either get some, get yourself some freaking help or we don't have anything. This is not happening. So he would be like, you know, he, he, when I tell you 
he carried that same damn song for years, you know, and the five years we were together, I forgot what year that was in, but for ever, that was every time he would get mad, you put me and my son out, tell everybody, you put me and my son out, you did this crime victim, crime victim, they ain't gonna never tell the full story, they're never gonna tell how you got to where you are, they ain't gonna do that, they gotta play victim, remember, they don't take no, they, they shift blame, they don't take no accountability, Ain't no accountability. It's all your fault. This happened. The, re the marriage didn't work because of you. We broke up because of you. They ain't gonna say we broke up because you cheated. They cheated, you know? They wanna build that story up so they can look like the victim. And you're the villain. They wanna turn a thing around, watch them. Watch the pattern. It's all to keep you there because you're thinking like, dang, dang it, you know? How's this person going to look at me if I leave? How's this person? What about them? What about the family? What are the kids going to say? Like, you got it. That's why it's so important that you wise up, you know, armor up, take your power back, be there for your kids, be there for your loved ones. I can't stress it enough. I'm not one of those people who advocate staying in a toxic relationship because in my mind, I feel like it's either going to be the grave or you're going to lose yourself. You're going to lose having a good quality quality of life. You're not going to have it. Because the longer you stay, it's just going to get worse. And if you got minors, you got dependents who need you, that should be a no-brainer. Should be a no-brainer, guys. And I'm definitely working on some stuff to be able to give people a place where they can go when they're in these kind of situations where it feels like you know, you can leave and get to have like a resort style safe haven place while you rebuild, you know. So I got some things in the works, but, you know, for now, I just tell you to wising up because very often when people are in these situations, they might be the breadwinner, you know, like you don't even need the person. You're probably doing more for them. They're draining your pockets. You know, they know exactly what they're doing because they go after people. They're opportunists. A lot of narcs, narcs are opportunists. They want to suck the blood out of you, suck you dry, you know, keep pinching and pinching, taking away from your self-esteem, you know, chipping away at your self-esteem over and over and over again, you know, until you give in. And then they're going to just discard you. And discard you mean, doesn't necessarily, necessarily mean leaving the home, you know, they just checked out emotionally, you know. So it's like, do you really want to live your life like that? And number seven, guys, the tantrum. Having a, if you, if they get a narcissistic injury, honey, a, narcissist, a narcissistic injury, that's like, and keep in mind, they have very fragile egos. Their little feelings get hurt by the least little thing. And they will go into a damn rage. You got to be careful, you know? You got to be careful. You know, choose, just cho choose your battles wisely. Don't try to get in the mud and play dirty with these people. You got to be very strategic with how you move in these relationships. And your best defense sometimes is silence. You definitely can't tell them your game plan. Don't do that. You know, don't tell them what your moves are, what you're about to do or anything like that. Because all they're going to do is try to beat you at your own game. So don't do it. And there you have it, guys. So... Seven things that 
seven strategies and techniques that a narc will do to try to keep you in is gaslighting you, number one, projection, number two, number three, guilt trip you, number four, give you the solid treatment, number five, playing dumb, number six, playing victim, and number seven, having a freaking tantrum, man, like they are toddlers, you know? I got grandkids and I see adults acting like children. I remember he would get mad. I remember him punching through the, punching the wall, putting a hole, I think it was a door or something like that. And it really scared the crap out of me. And he's like, if I wanted to hit you, I would hit you. That was enough, you know? When people start making threats like that, believe them. When they start showing you who they are, believe them the first time. And I know we make mistakes and don't, but people will show you who they are. And you got to show them how to treat you. Meaning, dip, leave, you know, or put them out. You know, of course, be careful. I'm just saying this. I mean it, but use good judgment, you know, use good discernment or discretion. Don't just go doing something, putting yourself in harm's way, you know, fooling with these birds. Just be wise and understand if you're in a situation and you're feeling threatened, man, you better get up out of there or put them out, set that thing up and get some help. Get yourself some help. And that's the kind of coaching I do, you know, create some goals, help you with your goals and your relationship and planning your departure. Hmm. Absolutely. Or plan their departure, meaning get up out of there, you know. It's a way that you can do this thing peacefully. You don't want to get, they don't play fair. You don't want to deal with the courts. You don't want to deal with the authorities. You don't want to deal with that dealing with a narc. You, you don't move that way because you got to realize they will lie. They're very competitive, very manipulative. Competitive meaning breaking you down with just their evil, toxic tactics. They want to break you down. And if you're a healthy-minded person, you're not built that way. I know I wasn't. I'm not built that way. So I know I got to move differently. Let everything die down. Stop arguing. That's always been my thing. When I don't argue and I'm not talking anymore, and they say something, oh, okay, no problem. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And their behinds come home and the house is empty. Listen. You know, but it can't, again, you got to be careful because... You got some malignant narcs where they can be violent, you know, and hopefully, I pray to God, you're not dealing with no violence, raising your children. It's too much going on out here, guys, you know, your safety comes first. Don't lose your life dealing with somebody who has a personality disorder. Get yourself some help, and I promise you, you get the right help, you raise your discernment, you get educated about the disorder, you will heal. Your healing, it's inevitable. It will take place. And I wasn't always where I am today. But I tell you, you will get there if you are willing to put the work in. So that's it, guys. That's all I have for you today. Um, be careful. Love you much. You got this. You know, keep educating yourselves. And I'll keep bringing you content as often as I can. And keep you updated with the different things that I have going on. With my book. With my YouTube channel. With my TikTok um, with, uh, my safe haven. I just got a lot that I'm looking to do and grow to help individuals who are being 
emotionally and physically abused, you know, making a difference and giving back. Love you much. Peace and blessings to you. Your girl Rachel Real is out. Bye. Talk to you in the next episode. Peace out. Bye.